0: Hello, Arimla Jams listeners. This is your host Almira, and today I'm coming to you with a review on Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. This was something that was highly requested by a number of my peers, and I am having. It's a late night. It's around eleven thirty tonight, and I just wanted to listen to some music, read this album, get this out of the way, and I was really pleased. Um, So I'll get into my review of this album. But first things, a couple things I want to note. Uh, As I said, this is late at night. So I'm a little bit more low-key. I'm going to try talking slower. I actually have water with me this time. And I also have a lot of stuff pulled up. This is a proper review on my behalf, so I want to do a good job. And I also want to get this done right after I listen to it because I will literally forget these songs after I hear them. So the way that I have this set up is I'm going through the songs. They're not in order necessarily. Um, I just kind of gave up on reviewing Driver's License, Deja Vu, and Good For You. And then I was like, no, I'm taking notes on these because I am not going to you know, BS notes on this, so I had to kind of, it's, it's just going to be out of order slightly, but I'm fine with that, and I also have Spotify pulled up, so I'll be playing some of the tracks out loud because I need the review, even though I have notes down, you know, want to do this properly, and I also have the Genius pulled up, and my notes, obviously, and I have, I'm going to give commentary for each individual song, and then give an overall review of this album. So, a little bit about Olivia Rodrigo, she is an actress from Disney. She's worked on, like, High School Musical, the musical, the whatever. And she's now a singer, album person, and she had always had a background in music, actually. And um, she released this album, Sour, on May 21st of this year. And I listened to it that night. I did um, a run-through of the songs. I didn't listen to them fully. um, And I didn't really care for the album that much. I thought there were some songs that were pretty decent, and I really liked her ballads initially. But um, I have some people who did not like the fact that I did not listen to the album fully and give a relatively mediocre review of it, and so I'm coming out with you with the real review. This is so exciting. Also, this should get me some clicks. No offense, because this is a very popular album amongst my age group, Um, but I'll talk about my overall thoughts at the end. So let's get into the tracks. So the first song on this album is Brutal, which is a pop runk, pop runk? Pop rock classic song. This is a song that is quite popular on TikTok. Um, I feel like I need to note which songs are streaming well, which are popular. Um, the song is kind of popular right now. Um, it has a very classic feel. Um, it has a, I don't really have many thoughts on the song. I gave it a 5.6 out of 10. I didn't care for it that much. I don't really have many thoughts. I think the lyrics were quite funny. And the outro, which I'll play very briefly, if you can hear. It's really fun. It's it slows down the tempo and she kind of changes the key that she's singing and I really liked that That's why I would give it, you know, those extra little bit of points, but I really didn't give her that song that much So honestly, we're just gonna move on. Next song is Trader, which was in I really like this song Actually, I give it a 7 out of 10 and I'll play a little bit of it right now to get my mind a little refreshed But this song is kind of about um a lover betraying you. It's pretty straightforward. I liked how the song was structured. There were some fun moments in it. There were some pretty harmonies, and her tone was really nice because it was really clear. Something that I didn't like about Brutal was the voice filters. I thought that was really annoying, and I did not. I don't like dampening voice filters unless it's said tastefully. I know it's a you know a pop rock, rock rock pop rock punk song, Brutal, but it just didn't feel needed. I like that Trader had very un, unfiltered vocals. Oh my god, I forgot to talk about the producers. Okay, out of this song, we'll talk about the producers at the end, but something that's important to note in this song was that it gave me very Taylor Swift Lord vibes, Um, and I know that she's a huge Taylor Swift fan, which we will get into in one of the next couple songs, but you know, this song was really nice, I thought it was really solid, 7 out of 10. Moving on, so in the actual, you know, album list... The next song is Driver's License, but I skipped listening to that until later. We're going to just move ahead to One Step Forward, Three Steps Back. I gave this a 6 out of 10. There's two references to Taylor Swift songs. The Genius website, you know, cites Taylor Swift as a producer. I don't think she's an actual producer. I think she just probably had some insight. Obviously, Olivia was using some of her work and credited her properly, which I really appreciated. And let's listen to a little clip of that for my um, memory. Honestly, okay, so this is, this will make, make a little bit more sense as we get to some of the other later songs, but this is kind of the main first ballad ballad. I guess trainer's ballad too, but it just didn't come off to me in the same way. This song was kind of mediocre to me. I thought there was a lot of forced tension it didn't feel mm, as gritting as it should, but it was really pretty. Just It feels quite one-note to me, and I know people were really this up song up because of the Taylor Swift reference, but it's kind of mediocre. Solid 6 out of 10, though. Moving on, we have Deja, Deja Vu, which is the first time I've heard the song properly. I've only heard it in the context of TikTok, so here's a little bit of the song. I really like the intro of her falsetto, but then as she kind of goes into the more poppy, punky parts of the song in the last minute or two, it just feels, it feels super one note. I don't really know how to describe it. It just, I'm not a fan of the style she's singing in. It feels like forcefully sarcastic and uh, I don't know, just not a huge fan of it. And I thought the arrangement itself, I mean... I thought the arrangement was really weird. Some of these songs are arranged really prettily, really nicely, but this song I thought had the messiest notable arrangement. It would just, some parts felt really thick, um choppy. Like they were choppily put together in certain transition points. It just, it's not a very smooth listen. And I thought some of the bo- vocal filters were just unnecessary, but very, very heavily streamed song. This is the second most streamed song on this album after a driver's license which I believe is the next song. Oh, no. It's good for you next. Um, but that's how I feel about Deja Vu. Kind of overrated, but pretty solid nonetheless. Good for you. <sighs> Guys, I'm going to get canceled for these next two opinions that I have. Good for you. I give it a 4.5 out of 10. It's, again, very classic pop rock. I mean, I know that there's a trend of, like, pop rock coming back. And, you know, we see it with Rina Sawayama. We are seeing it with some other artists that are not coming to my, the top of my head. Rina Sawayama is the main example I'm thinking of. But, you know, in Rina Sawayama's case, she's doing, like, hard rock. And in this case, is more pop rock. It just feels like, compared to Brutal, which is the other main pop rock, punk rock song on this album, it just feels a little repetitive. And it wasn't really that well done. I feel like her her. Angry voice, which is the kind of tone that she's going for. It's not angry, it's very one note. I don't care much for her loud, bombastic vocals um, unless she's doing harmonies. But something that I did quite like was how she has these gritty vocals like they're angry, but they're still so gritty. Uh, they're just not angry enough, in my opinion. Um, and there were some really pretty harmonies that juxtaposed that, and that's why I gave her some credit. Um, it's a very catchy song. Again, very streamed third most streamed song good for you um that's kind of my thoughts on it did not care for it that much now here's my lowest rated song driver's license i don't care this has 800 million views it's going to get to one billion probably by the end of 2021 because this song is very popular this is her debut song single i believe at least for this promotion like solo promotion and i hate the verses no offense it's really bland I feel like she's forcing tension. It's just, it's very. Oh, um, I have a very lovely note that I want to note. This is what it reminds me of. You know, like those TV shows, like American Idol and X Factor. Like their debut songs sound like this, like uh, this, like very specific manufactured quality of like TV, TV contestant people. That is what the song sounds like to me. I don't like the verses. The third verse, though the the, the Red Lights one, I just I would sing it, but it's so late my throat already hurts because I was preparing to review something else for this set, second podcast. I will get into it later. I don't want to mess up the flow of this review. Anyways, I would sing that section because I love it. The Red Lights, that part. Love it. Love it. Adore that part. Everything else is bland and boring. I don't really care for it. It's a 4 out of 10. Sorry, Olivia. But we are getting into the highlights of the album, in my opinion. Enough For You was a really nice moment on this um, album. I felt like this song had the best developed tension easily. It was actually, like, this is a Taylor Swift song to me. Reminds me of both Taylor Swift. And it's just, it feels like, it feels like real tension's there, real stress is there. It's not forced, and I really like that. Um, just great. I really like this song. I don't really know what else to say. Solid 7 out of 10. Um yeah, great. Good on that. So we're moving on to Happier, which was self-produced. Um I think we should note that because the song Hmm. I give it a 6 out of 10. Sorry, just thinking. It just sounds like the Disney Star ballad. It's I mean, she's a Disney star and it's a ballad. It sounds like the Disney star ballad. It just sounds like a Disney star ballad. I don't know what else to say. I don't really have any nuanced thoughts. The lyrics I really quite liked. They were kind of bitter. And I think the lyricism in the latter half of the album is a lot better than in the beginning. Um, And I, I used to care a lot about lyricism when I was younger. Now it's something that I care a little bit less about. I don't feel like it's necessarily fair to criticize some of the lyrics sometimes. But, you know, whatever, whatever. We're moving on to Jealousy, which I gave a 7 out of 10, which I liked the punky style of this song. I also, the lyrics were really nice. It was a great change up in terms of style. I thought a lot of the songs, the first eight songs have a very similar style. They're either poppy, punky, or they're ballad, and they're sad. And I like that this was a difference because the lyrics were kind of different. They were talking about like jealousy of like physical appearance, making comparisons, and it was just an overall solid song i am surprised it's it's one of the least streamed songs on this album but i think it's great i think you know for her fans especially for younger fans this is a great song um but something again i don't know why i didn't talk about the producer in the beginning i don't want to mess up the flow it sounds a lot like conan gray songs and that's very relevant to keep that in mind as we approach um the end of this review the bridge i noted i don't even remember the bridge I thought the bridge was cool apparently. I don't even remember it. Um, so this one was nice. Moving on to I think my favorite song off this album, which is Favorite Crime. It's has some gorgeous harmonies. I just really a high on this album. Um great, great song. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but it's just such a this is like a good, good Taylor Swift vibe. It's just but it feels very correct Olivia. Oh, wow. That's so pretty. Oh, right there, right there, right there. I love those runs of hers. It feels really nice because she has a very specific tone, which we'll get into, and I feel like it's utilized really well in this song. Again, not one of her more streamed songs from this album. Quite underrated. I haven't seen many people talk about it, and I might even put this in my playlist. It's probably my favorite of this whole, whole album. And I think the length... Is really good too. It's two minutes, and 30 seconds-ish. Some of those songs feel long as hell, no offense. Anyways, we're going to probably, besides driver license, my least favorite song, Hope You're Okay. Four out of ten. It does not fit at all. I, okay, we have to analyze this because it's lyrically the most heavy song. I'm assuming he's talking about real people. I did not, let me actually check the credits because I did not check them for the song for some reason. I don't know why I didn't do that but let's look. It's it's a very heavy song. Yeah, yeah okay the production's all the same. It's a very heavy song. I'm assuming it has a really deep meaning. Oh they're saying it's related to the LGBTQ plus community. I am not going to analyze lyrics that much because I did not pay that much attention. I just listened to them. It feels... It feels really out of place considering the fact that most of these songs are about ang with breakups love it doesn't feel it just doesn't feel it's out of the style is odd considering the lyrics it just feels really off out of place it shouldn't have been included on this like album about coming out of a breakup to be honest um i don't know i don't think this i think this is a very poor end to an album i'm not shocked that is this is the least streamed song Um, it could have been on a different album. I think the tone just doesn't fit. Um, so that's why it was a 4 out of 10. I don't really know what else to say. I thought it wasn't necessarily the most impressive song vocally either. Nothing stands out about it instrumentally either. That's really all I have to say in terms of individual songs. So let's move on to my overall thoughts about Olivia's voice, production, everything like that. So, okay, let's address that production thing. So this album... Was worked on by Dan Nigro, who is a producer who has worked with artists like Let Me Get My Notes, Conan Gray, Zella Day, Sky Fiera, amongst others. And I think that's really important to note because I think there's a lot of overlaps between Conan Gray's music and hers, and even some of Zella Day's songs. I've listened to like one or two Zella Day's songs, and I really like Zella Day's voice and style. So you know, it makes sense. There's some overlap. Um, he worked on Heather by Conan Gray, and that's something that I noted because it kind of reminded me of, uh, jealousy, happier, favorite crime. Like, those songs kind of reminded me of Conan Gray's, um, voice. I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. It's something that I thought was interesting about the production, and then obviously the Taylor Swift allusions uh, are very important to this album because Olivia Rodrigo is a huge Taylor fan, and I think that's a really great. She addressed talking about her favorite artist on this album in a really great way. So, hats off to R- Olivia. If we're going to break this album down in terms of my thoughts, I'd give the overall album a 6.5 out of 10. And I didn't get an average. This is just based off my thoughts. I had, you know, those kind of couple ones that were rated quite low. My I generally tended to stick to six and sevens for her songs, which is actually really good for me. I usually rate, even, I love Zayn as an artist, but I've given him so many more worse ratings on his music. Um, I thought it was a really solid album. And I think for people who might be listening to this and have not listened to this album, they should, I think they should listen to this, but particularly seek out those ballads. I think those poppy punk songs are just not as great um, in terms of showing off her capability as an artist. and I think the writing on her slower songs are Way better instrumentally. This was a very lackluster album, but I think there's a lot of moments where which had a lot of potential vocally and some not really instrumentally as much. Her harmonies were really pretty. They're like the production value was really nice, except I don't know what it is with um what was the song that had weird production? I literally am forgetting. Deja Vu. Okay, that was one and girl. Oh yeah, Deja Vu. That's the one that I think says weird. Oh, that was Dead Air. I'm sorry for that, Dead Air. It's just seek out her ballads. I think something else that I really need to note is I have a very, if you might have gathered from this review, I have a very specific attitude about her tone. It's very, sometimes it's very lackluster. I think something that I had a gripe with throughout this album was that I feel like there was not enough dynamicism, kind of nuance to some of her vocal capability where she was making choices in terms of her dy- actual dynamics, how loud or quiet she was and how she's placing the notes. I mean, she goes into falsetto, she goes into her chest voice at multiple points and she does transitions between them, but it felt very stagnant. A number of the songs, except for like, oh god, I don't remember what any of these songs sound like anymore. Um, Enough for You, I think doesn't have this issue with dynamicism because it's just so well crafted. That song is so tense and Honestly, really, maybe I'd give it an eight. Looking back, I thought that song was really nice. Um, it just feels like some of these songs were super boring in terms of tone, and I'm not a huge fan of when she talks. Like talk sings, her voice kind of has that quality to it where sometimes when she's singing, I'm like she's talking more than she's singing. And, you know, I can't really blame her on how her voice sounds, but it was something that I was really frustrated with. But on some of her tracks where she's really, like, singing and being gutted, and especially on her self-produced songs, she doesn't have this issue as much, and she sounds really nice. Her voice is fantastic. She's so talented. I've seen her live performances, too. She has a great intonation, great, powerful voice. I just hope that you know, whatever her next musical endeavors are, she's able to explore different genres, and honestly, I'm, I want her to do something different than these breakup sad songs. I need her to do something big, bold, and bad. I want her to try different styles. I wonder what she would sound like in some kind of soul funk scenario. That could be kind of fun, maybe even a country moment. I guess you kind of have a couple country moments on this album, but you know, that's kind of all I have in terms of thoughts for this album. I'm honestly quite pleased on the re-listen of this because I did not care for it as much in the first run. I do think there are some really boring-ass songs on this album, though. Um, Driver's License, you will not argue me. That song sucks. That's her worst song on this album. I mean, I, my issues with Hope You're Okay are mainly context- contextual in the terms of album, but Driver's License is just objectively a questionable song. I'm sorry. I It's a hot take. This is a podcast has hot takes on it. I don't know what to tell you. But that's kind of my main thoughts. I hope you know everyone who's listening actually goes ahead and listens to this album, because it was a really it was a fun listen. I really enjoyed it. I actually think I'll probably come back to it. Particularly, favorite crime, enough for you, and traitor. Those songs were really fun. And maybe jealousy, jealousy. Um, you know, she might be an artist that I might have to listen to a couple times to really get into because that happens. With a number of people, I mean Tanache, Mac Ares, My favorite songs I came back to because I re-listened to them. Um, but yeah, I I was thinking of maybe doing an additional segment of. And Anna- oh, I need to quickly talk about um, the podcast structure. So I actually filmed filmed another entire separate episode about Jacob Collier yesterday, and uh, there were a couple of interruptions in it. My bird was screaming. I did not appreciate that. We will talk about Manu another day. Um, but I think I might end up filming it again, because I didn't take proper notes, like, unlike this review, I was actually handwriting stuff, I had everything pulled up, prepared, I wanted to be really prepared for this first episode, that's why I might scrap the Jacob Collier episode and reshoot it, um, because I did not like how that one turned out, and I was going to film a Mac Airs review, um, but I just, I analyzed that album so much that I just got, I was like, if I sit down and talk about it, it's just, it's going I'm gonna feel like it's repetitive. So I think I'll come back to that album, which is my favorite album, um, another day. In terms of I might do a slight little music update because I don't know what my next topic's going to be. You know, I also want to make sure to like not be not set out too many structural goals so that people don't have expectations they don't deliver through on them. I have recently been very obsessed with um, Cosmic Girls WJSN, which is a South Korean girl group, and I have been enjoying their pop music. It has been really nice to me. I recently listened to Save Me, Save You. Quite a good song. Um, We love Easy. We love Unnatural. We absolutely adore Dreams Come True. That song is literally, I've been listening to that song for like two years. I love it. Um, In other news, I also listened to Pasadena by Tinashe. As many of you know, I'm a huge Tinashe fan. And I was kind of let down by Pasadena. I like it a lot. I dislike Buddy's verse a lot. Um, So I'd give it a solid 5.5 out of 10. I'm really hoping her album does not give me what that what that song gave me because she is so great and I have listened through all her major albums except for her Christmas album because I do not care about Christmas music. No offense, I'm Muslim, so I don't know what you want me to do about that. I, yeah, I think I'll maybe I'll do a whole episode dedicated to Nashek and I feel like people don't understand why I love her so much and I simply just love her a lot and she is very cool to me. Okay. I've been talking for 22 minutes. I'm going to wrap this podcast up for today. I hope you enjoyed this review of Olivia Rodrigo's album. Please give me your thoughts. DM me. Comment on the post that I'll do on Instagram, which is at Jams if you don't already follow. And please look out for more episodes. I hope you guys are excited. You know, give me suggestions, thoughts, everything I want, feedback. Unless I don't. Because my opinion is right. No, I'm kidding. Please give me your feedback. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys have a great day. Be safe. Don't fall do good things um, and I'll see you soon. Bye.